Okay, it says we're live. Uh, I'm Gabe Ripley. I'm here with Fawn Baker, and this is uh, Monday morning at 11 and change. And this is the Tattoo Weekly. We'll be moving it up to Tuesdays coming up, so if you want to catch us live, but uh, we've been doing them Mondays. We have a really special guest. Corey Ferguson is going to be beaming in from Canada. He's going to be a special guest at the Paradise Tattoo Gathering. Um, and before then, I'd just like to thank... Uh, Reinventing the Tattoo, Guy Aitchison, who's founded the Reinventing the Tattoo uh, curriculum, as well as the network and all these free shows that go out. And uh, yeah, you if you're a tattooer, you should definitely consider subscribing. And there's also free courses for you to try out there, too. Uh, you can't learn how to tattoo for free, of course, but you can uh, learn about the history of tattoos. There's some prehistory classes and whatnot. Then let's see, World Tattoo Events is the largest, most comprehensive uh, website that has all of the convention listings. And I know this because I tried to copy them like 15 years ago. And after two days, I was like, there's no way I could keep up. This is insanity. Uh, Alex Van Dutch is awesome. He has interviews somewhere here, but um, anyways, that's world tattoo events and then tattoo gathering, tattoo gathering.com. Uh, we'll be talking about that. I'm sure uh, high lifestyle event is coming up. Fawn and I and a whole mess of other people will be there. That's a uh, high lifestyle show.com and box pro. And uh, if this is working for you, please let us know. Um, oh, it looks like, hey, hey we've got uh, features. Creature Cave says, hi, everyone. Hey, Creature, how are you? Um, we could now feature some of our social comments and whatnot here. So, um, yeah, let us know that this is working for you. And, oh, it looks like we do actually have Corey on the line here. Um, so let's see. So this is the Tattoo Weekly, where we're going to be talking about news, events. Uh, Fawn has some convention coverage. Fawn, what, what convention do you have uh, some coverage from? Uh, you put me on the spot. I didn't have any oh. convention stuff prepared. Oh, it was a convention. You have a segment, though. You had something that you were like, I want to make sure that I plug this. Um, yeah, there's a Kyle made an announcement on our show on Thursday, and I wanted to share it with everybody. That's right. So. That's right. Um, the convention coverage has been getting a little uh, crazy. Uh, Lauren's currently in San Diego, uh, weathering the storm. So, um, but okay. So yes, we will definitely have a special announcement. But uh, while we have Corey on the line here. I'm going to fire him up. Okay, Corey, uh, how are you? Can we hear you? Can you can you talk? Can we hear you, Corey? Bluetooth connecting. Oh, your Bluetooth is connecting. I think. No, that's what I was. I said that. Oh, that's I've what got you some were headphones. Saying. Yeah, every time I put them on, uh, you know, they talk to you. So I I feel like I've uh, got the uh, the Sony prompt voice down pat. Bluetooth uh, connected. Uh, battery. Corey, can you hear us? Thumbs up if you could hear us. Still no? Well, I'm going to fire up some of his uh, work here in the background. Corey. Oh, nope. Maybe do you want to pop out and pop back in? Maybe text him a message. Um, it's been yeah. a few years ago now, but um, I can't even think of what year it was. Maybe 18, 2018 maybe. But uh, Russ Abbott had a, a launch pad event. It was a two-day event uh in georgia and that's the first time i actually had the experience to uh meet Corey in person and uh you know got to like bask in all the tricks that he handed down to us that like not that i do a ton of geometric stuff but when i do man those tricks still come in handy so yeah he's uh been a long time um a tattoo gathering uh attendee and, and mentor and, and and teacher there it's uh, always uh, a pleasure. He's such a, a cool guy. He's like a you know, his, his second generation tattooer. I was just thinking, are you uh, are you a second generation tattooer too? Me? Yeah. Me, Fawn? Uh, no. I my yeah. older brother kind of uh, professes himself to be a tattooer on occasion, but um, God, um, you know, never got well, like real to, serious uh, about when we it. Get him on here. It looks like he's he's getting the idea about his headphones. Can you hear us now, Corey? The, uh, 
Well, hey, you know what? Why don't we? Um... Here we go. Oh, did it, was that him saying, "Here we go"? There, there we go. Yeah. Mm -mm. Finally. There we oh. go, Corey. Hey, how you doing? Sorry about that. Uh, that was not the worst but... of uh, technical difficulties. Okay. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank Taking you. time Thank out of your day for having me. Absolutely. You both. I don't know if you could hear a minute ago, uh, but I was talking about uh, Russ's launch pad event, and that's the first time that I'd actually like gotten to have any like one-on-one -on -one conversations with you or anything. Um, okay. But that's even been yeah. a few years ago. Uh, you were just getting ready to launch your um, app at the time. Yeah, yeah, we're still still in the. Early Early, it was like what 20 pad? was it 18 17 it was yeah. i know i've lost we were track i have to like look at my so poster <laughs> i've been in uh, june of 2018 like five months later there in the womb at and that's crazy. So that so, that, that, that was the, one of the very first apps for the uh, that was coming out, huh? It was our first app for sure. Um, the time it was we were still developing it. I think maybe six months into developing it at that point, it finally released in. in so it was a long time time before it even a couple years of work for uh, it's amazing now because uh the technology has come so far that these days it's um i mean it's still a lot of work clearly and it's uh, you know getting a good app that yeah. works well but um mm -hmm. you know back then it was a i mean even more it's a tremendous amount of, uh, of energy and, and different programmers like and, and are you a computer geek by nature or is that just something that no. you were like i see this vision in my head yeah yeah i had contract Contribution to it was from a tattooers. You know, I was like, "This is what we need. This is what I want to be able to do." You know, they have this vision for what, and then you know, all the the experience of the industry. And then I have a partner who is a so he takes care of the how. I can take care of the what, but it it goes beyond that. Like he he also. He'll be like, yeah, yeah, we can actually do that, and then like this, and it'll be, be even better than I, than I thought it was. Like, uh, that's a really good, like, we bought a lot of stuff. stuff nice. you know, uh, Fawn, are you having? Are you hearing the same audio issue that I am? Uh, yeah, it sounds like Corey's headphones are cutting out a little bit. Maybe there's like some noise canceling or something on that's chopping some of your words out. I don't know how to fix. Yeah, that that those. I don't know if the headphones are are not being very happy, but um, are you on a phone or on a computer? It's on the computer on a MacBook. Yeah, I'm showing off some of your tattoos here, and uh, they're pretty sick. Clearly, the. Uh, I've got, uh, oh. still have the one in the palm of my hand here that uh, stayed in real nice. Awesome. Yeah. I'm good, good. Very good. Out consistently. Yeah. I love how mindful you are, Corey, of like, you know, there are a lot of different geometric artists out there, but one of the things that I really love about your work that really, I think, kind of makes it stand out, like, yes, you're very attentive to detail, but one of the things that really kind of pulls my trigger is that it's balanced, like there's equal light, equal dark. And I think, you know, not just in like geometric and ornamental artists, but I think a lot of tattooers lose scope of that, like, dark light balance or the black white balance. 
Um, and I love that, like, there's always this mindful, like, 50-50 in all of your pieces. Even when there's, like, cover-ups buried in there, there's still this mindful, like, there's there's a balanced weight between the light and dark. And I, I wish that's something that other artists would pay just a little bit more attention to, rather than covering the whole surface with busy, like, actually balancing it so you've got nice, delightful rhythms for the eye to follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something that yeah i try to work on in my mind when i design and but yeah it's always like like, was getting better that that was one of the things was paying paying attention to that some busy some not so busy although it's but yeah and i when if i said sort of one of my uh I look for if like, like if I find it to be a great it's like yeah whether there's whether some contrast some dark and like yeah. it's easy to just like on there but like I think the best the have a good grasp on composition Know, well, people some... are are digging it. You you gotta ditch those headphones, man. It's killing me. They're like cutting out okay. like every third, every little bit. It's uh, uh and or um, you know maybe you could beam in off of the phone or something. But uh, people a love it. A few weeks ago, we had a problem with. Uh, I had some Bluetooth headphones on, and I don't know if maybe it's something that's built into the the software that we're using, but it seems like the Bluetooth headphones just are a no go. Okay. All right. I'm just trying to troubleshoot. You know how sometimes with Bluetooth, there's that delay, and I think that's maybe what we run into. Or if it's going through a uh, phone, I'm pretty sure. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, definitely need to figure out. How about now? Much better. Yeah. Okay. This is, I think, just the computer. Yep. So, all right. I think we're good there. Should be okay. It's better, a little, yeah. scra- it's a little scratchy, you think, but I'll turn you down just a tad. Let's see. Well, anyways, okay. this is what we got. All right. Hopefully, it, uh, we'll do it live. it'll do. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. About now, the so, how long show did, technically up. have you been tattooing? Or I guess you know, when did you when did you start? Is it uh, you know, were you, were you tattooing as a teenager in your dad's shop? Uh, or? As a teenager, I started working there as a teenager. Though I worked at the shop for quite a few years before I started tattooing. Um, I started working at the shop in '93. I probably did my first tattoo in '97, probably. Um, and I did a few here and there, and like as I was learning, but it wasn't consistent, and so. Um, I started full-time tattooing as my job in May of 2000. So I always kind of like set it from there, but really I've been tattooing. My first tattoo was probably like been doing tattoos since 97, technically. So yeah, I've made needles for a long time. You haven't gotten bored of them yet. No, not at all. It's crazy. I I love it more than ever. I'm sure everyone says that, but it's true. It just gets better when you really, you know, when you put your all into it and you love it. And you, you know, you keep progressing. Yeah, it I really just gets better. A fair amount of, you know, there's a fair amount of people on the internet I hear complaining about tattooing. <laughs> I mean, maybe they're complaining about everything, but they, yeah, uh... some people will just complain about everything. But like, I mean, you know, I guess there's little things to complain about here and there. I guess, but like overall, it's it's the best job in the world. I I literally every day I'm grateful that that I get to do this for like for a living like i'd never ever take it for granted i mean tattooers have their own little like shop talk or like you know industry insider talk like oh the client did this and it's, it's mostly for me it's just funny but yeah when somebody really harps on it i'm like I, I don't get it i'm like how do you how do you not love this it's crazy this is the best thing you could be doing you're so lucky like we're all so lucky you know it's hard to disagree with you i mean it's impossible for me to disagree with you there and uh yeah, look at this. <laughs> but yeah, the internet's a funny place. <laughs> People's uh, a lot of negativity on the internet for sure. Yeah, yeah, you know you what know? I love is is the way everybody is an expert on the internet too. Yeah, it's my favorite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. After Ink Master came out, I would get like kids in high school commenting that my shading should have been smoother and things like that. You know, like, yeah, sure. All right. Thank you. Yeah. It's so funny. Is that, is that a deal with many haters or I, I can't nah, imagine that. Not really. Not too much. Yeah. What about the style like back in the day, right? So 30 years ago, uh, how many people were, were doing the black work? Obviously like Leo was doing, you know, the tribal and, um, but what was it like? Uh, just the the scenery was there, was there? Did you have to build a clientele, or was it easy? Absolutely, to... yeah. Uh, I started doing it maybe around twenty years ago, um, maybe a little before that, twenty twenty one. But uh, yeah, it was it was relatively unknown. There was a little scene happening in England, which I I happened to you know rub elbows with. I was in the right place at the right time. But then, like for me, being the first person to like bring that style back to North America, yeah, it was uncharted territory. I would I would describe stuff to people and like. I'm like, oh, we could do something cool and it'd be kind of like this. They're like, what is that? You know, like I would have to sell people on it a mm -hmm. lot, you know, and it and wasn't hard because you just who, show them something. They're like, damn, that looks cool. Because right away it looked, it's a very, you know, aesthetically pleasing style. So it wasn't hard to sell that way, but it's not like they came in asking for it, you know, so. Sure. Who were some of those tattooers that uh, you went over to Europe to uh, to check out? Um, I got to work with uh, Thomas Thomas. He's on. Oh, fuck yeah. it's, uh, you know, I worked with him for for quite a while at uh, at Bugs's shop, Evil from the Needle. And then Zed, mm. Thomas was very good friends with Zed Lahead. Zed is, you know, the uh -huh. all-time godfather of this style like of work. Classics. You were in the right spot you know, at the right time, huh? Absolutely. At one point, um, me and Thomas Thomas were working at Evil from the Needle. And about five stores down, Thomas Hooper was working in the basement of this other shop, tattooing oh. in this little studio. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> talk about right place, right time. Absolutely. Uh -huh. And then, well, yeah, then, Zed, uh... Zed was a couple tube stops away. And it was, it was cool. I have a picture of me and Thomas Hooper tattooing Thomas Thomas at the same time by hand. Oh, mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. Forever ago. And then your, your studios mm -hmm. back in uh, Canada were pretty, were, were filled up with tattooers that were pretty slamming too, huh? My studio specifically, or well, I don't in, know. in or, Canada? I'm, I'm, yeah, I was presuming that. Uh, I mean, I guess it's we're talking about twenty-five years, but um, you're, I guess your your paths have crossed with with plenty of awesome tattooers uh, on both sides of the pond. Absolutely, yeah, totally, yeah. That's I think that's part of it for every every tattooer's journey is to you know meet those people, get inspiration, and you know techniques that you exchange all that stuff. It's a huge part of it. I don't know if sure. like staying in one place by yourself is going to get you so far. For me, it, the the recipe absolutely involved like getting out there and meeting meeting the artists that I admired. You know, sometimes you search them out. Sometimes it just happens by accident. You just don't even realize you're going to be at a show and you meet them, and then you become good friends or who knows. But yeah, the getting out there and stuff is is a huge part of it. Yeah. It's crazy. Whenever, whenever we're talking like two young tattooers or about ta young tattooers, like one of the things that's, you know, everybody's always asking for advice. And one of the like top pieces of advice, like I give and what I hear other people give that are help giving helpful advice is to travel and it's to do guest spots and it's to work yeah. with other artists and it's to collaborate and it's to, you know, work outside of tattooing. Um, yeah. And I feel like, you know, that's, if you're if you're working in the same studio, like let's say there's five artists in a studio, you're working in a studio, you see the same five artists doing the same five styles every day. When if you take a little road trip and you go work at three or four shops on that road trip, then you're exposed to all these different teams of artists and all the art that they're making. Not only that, you get exposed to like the tricks that they're using, the software that they're using to design things, the you know, I've seen a hundred different tattooers apply a stencil, but like every now and then somebody will just drop that little bomb of knowledge. That's like, Oh, that would make the stencil lay more easily or, Oh, that would make this be more easy to read longer. Or, you know what I mean? Like the more that's you work around other artists, the more there's just these little, like <clears throat> little tricks, but also like the inspiration to see what's possible. Cause you know, not, every artist doesn't post every single thing that they do online. So when you're actually like there in person, you can see like what they're really doing and what, how they're doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, not traveling. You miss that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's the smallest little trick too. It can be nothing like next to nothing, the type of pen they use or some type of solution or 
anything. It could be the littlest thing. It could be coming from an apprentice at the shop. You don't even know. There's so many little things to be had and, and exchanged. These little bits of knowledge that we pass around is the best. It's, uh, if you're open to it and you're looking for it, yeah. It's, there's so many ways to do so many different things. It's, yeah. Even stuff that I've done that, like, you know, like I was one of the first people over here to do white on black. And that's so why I did it for a while. And then I kind of, like, kind of didn't phase it out intentionally, but I just didn't go anywhere huge with it. And then I saw Nathan Mould was like breathing this new life into it and doing all sorts of different things that I hadn't thought of doing in with it. I was like, damn, he like totally reinvigorated my passion for white on black. So it's like stuff kind of cycles around and somebody gets a hold of it and does something different. And it's like, yeah, super fun. There was actually a piece of, there was a a Tony Booth uh, white on black tattoo that I, that was a, over at a contest in uh, in the UK, and it, I think it got best it got best of tattoo it got best tattoo yeah. of the show, wow. like straight up it was but it was so like the the way that he was doing is you know you've done a lot of the drop shadow stuff and this you know it was like it was popping yeah. off the, like the guy's arm was on like five different you know levels and it was it was it was awesome and it was that like again awesome. it was like you know I'm sure it was a cover up started off as you know blackout and you know but then it, it turned into a you know, legitimate award winning. Sick piece. Oh, that, that one went That's viral cool. a few years ago. It was. Uh, That's dope. I can't say I've ever heard of a white on black taking best of show or anything. So oh, you know, I kind of want to find it. If, uh... Yeah, I remember the piece you're talking about, Gabe. I think it'll take you like 35 seconds to find it. Yeah, I got pretty viral. <laughs> the uh, but. But that was one of those like. I started showing that to my clients that were coming to me at the time for cover-ups left and right, and I was like, I mean, if we could do something like this, and at the time I was doing like. For cover-ups, I would do what I called tribal, not tribal. Like, I'd be like, I mean, the only way we can bury that is with a whole bunch of black. So I'd build, like, these tribal shapes. But I'd make them look three-dimensional, and I'd use, like, colors in them. And I'd make it look like they were, like, extruding from or into the body. Um, So, like, I was already kind of dabbling in some heavy black. And then when I see this, and it's, like, patterns on top of patterns. And you could tell that, like, the black had been saturated multiple times. And the color had been, like saturated multiple times and you start to to get this real true contrast like as the tattoo heals with that like white or color on black it's going to change a little bit and it's going to settle a little bit but it seems like he really understood that and not only understood that but he like played with it and pushed it into a whole new thing Mm -hmm. and it's one of those like you know some tattoos can be done in a day some tattoos can be done in a few days but like that style of tattooing is something that's done like session after session layer after layer and it takes a lot of faith from the collector but then to see what is actually possible over top of black work when there's like the follow-up dedication is pretty like inspiring it makes it pretty it just gives us more options and opportunities don't do it one of my coworkers (laughs) is walking through making a mess (laughs) okay i found it or at least i found a yahoo news with it in it let's see here okay yeah, I've seen there this we one. go. Look at all yeah. those layers. Well, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, maybe we saw it a little farther along. Maybe not. I don't know. It was, uh, I remember seeing it being like, hell yeah. Yeah. I remember that piece. That's probably one of the first ones I remember seeing around that time where, like, I was, like, getting re re excited about white on black. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of the pieces around that time for sure. Yeah. So that's that one's been a while now, I imagine. That piece is probably like, Maybe getting close to 10 years old, maybe seven or eight. I don't know. I'd love to see what it looks like now. That's a really good yeah, point. Yeah. It was years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As far as the like, white on black renaissance, that's the one I would say. That, that's the white on black renaissance. To... That's a good way to put yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, now, obviously, with all of the, the math and geometry going on and the and imperfect nature of the the human body how the fuck do you like do that oops <laughs> like, I, just, I just got us a, a point on youtube for that but i don't even know like how you do it <laughs> i would like the, the layouts and stuff like that yeah i mean i mean i mean so obviously you're, you must be stenciling a bunch or you, i mean you're drawing some of it on the skin you have to make it yep. s- the seams work like I, you know it seems like it's hard enough people need to come up with tricks just to make you know bands look right how do you make math look right yeah uh yeah that whole thing is like kind of one of the like final frontiers for me personally like as far as career goals and stuff i wanted to do with geometry and stuff it was like the seamless question was 
how do you do that? Because you're not going to do it with a stencil. You're just not. I mean, you can, but it's going to take forever. Um, a long time ago, um, Pat Fish, the Queen of Celtic, she, oh, yeah, she yeah. tackled this leg piece on our friend uh, uh, Colin, Colin Dale from uh, Norway sure. or whatever. Uh-huh. He, uh, she did a piece on him, like a seamless Celtic piece on his, his entire lower leg. And like a few of us actually got to at different points go in and like contribute to the piece. I did a little bit of shading at one time at a convention and, but Pat and her assistant did the layout and it was a lot of work, a tremendous amount of work back then. That had to have been like 15 years ago, maybe. And, uh, Zedlehead also, he, he figured out, he was the first person I think that ever like solved the riddle of like doing a seamless pattern around like a full sleeve. Mm-hmm. So even then, I didn't know how he did it. Like, he was pretty tight-lipped about that. He he would post stuff online, but he wasn't telling people how he did <laughs> it. He kept that real close to his chest, which is smart. So yeah, and then there's that uh, Kenji Kenji Alucky. He, uh, he he's doing some freehanding the seam. Oh, oh, we lost Corey. He'll be back with us. My my guess is that the battery on his computer just died at a at a, an opportune time. But, uh, yeah, it it is pretty crazy trying to get these patterns to wrap. A lot of the stuff that I do doesn't, it's not necessarily patterns this tight or precise. But one of the things that, like, helps me get everything to line up, whether it's, like, an abstract wigwag shape that I've been playing in or a landscape or something geometric. I've done a lot of, like, hexagons and, like, V-shaped tattoos. One of the things that helps me is, like, in, like, the very first step is I take a yellow marker and I just draw I have my client stand and I draw a grid on whatever whether it's a leg or torso uh arm but I draw a grid so I've got my verticals and horizontals and then I can build any shape off of that like once you've got a grid you can build a you know a isometric map off of that grid and then once you've got your isometric map you can draw any any geometric shapes in there and they connect perfect but it's it takes the time to sit there and do it you know sometimes we get luck out and we can stencil our patterns out but other times you've got to know how to build those patterns freehand and build them perfectly or give the illusion of perfection around imperfect body parts yeah absolutely the piece that that was just on the screen a second ago was entirely done that way and this is one of my earlier grid ones yeah this one Mm -hmm. sorry uh, i'll stay on this one for a bit (laughs) This one, yeah, this one was my one of my earlier earlier grid things. I was like, I wonder if I could take a grid and curve it and then draw on that. That was a long time it's ago. It's so crazy. People people ask me all the time, like, how do you draw stuff like that? It's like, well, first of all, you got to know, like, did you take algebra in high school? Did you take geometry in high school? Can you, no. like, problem solve <laughs> in a geometric <laughs> way? Because yeah. that's kind of like the first step. And then you got to mix in the fact that we're playing with an org organic weirdly shaped body trying to work with perfect geometry and it's it's kind of like it's it contradicts itself kind of so that's where like you got to be able to build your grid from scratch and then basically elaborate from there yeah totally and once you know how to draw a grid then if you've got a pattern that you you can draw on like a paper grid like before i did that sleeve and and some of those ones similar i would i would spend uh time drawing it on a grid like i'm doing a lot of pre-prep on the ipad figuring mm-hmm. out if i want to do a new pattern that i haven't freehanded seamlessly before i'm going to do it on the ipad i'm going to do like literally i'll do it on there the way i'll do it on the sleeve i'll start with the yellow yellow grid orange grid whatever and then i'll do the pattern over top so i know how to you know how to do it and how many how many to how many vertical lines to to put on the arm make sure that it matches up but beyond that it's not crazy math but it's it's a little little prep some planning and uh yeah once you know how to do it it's not too crazy but it's it's fun and honestly i, I don't think it would be it, it seems like a long time because I'll, I'll i'll draw freehand on somebody for hours like two two or three hours sometimes mm-hmm. but i don't think trying to do it with a stencil would take any i, I think that would take longer it's yeah. funny people always comment like oh it takes forever but like yeah you're you should have stenciled that I'm like I know that if I stenciled it, it would have taken even longer. And right. It probably wouldn't even have been as perfect. You know? Well, and then the other thing is, is when you when you take the time to draw something freehand like that, when like you could call it a challenge or you could call it an opportunity, you've built 
that pattern from scratch by hand on the person. So once mm-hmm. you spend two or three hours drawing it, you go take a break, clear your brain, whatever, you know, whatever your process is, and you sit back down and you are ready to tattoo it. That design is so fresh on your brain and you have all this muscle memory in your fingertips that are going to help you just like fly through it because you you just, you literally just built it like, and you built it from scratch analog. You didn't build mm-hmm. it on a computer screen. And now I've got to train my hand to make these shapes you built it from scratch like a sculptor yeah and i don't know i i'm always a fan of doing large freehand work even though it takes a little bit more time like a lot of time in my work sometimes some pieces of the landscape will be drawn freehand other pieces will be like meticulously stenciled but it just it's one of those like every tattoo calls for different things and like i know sometimes it might take longer to do it freehand but the end result is going to be better and more like natural and fit the body, you know? Yeah, absolutely. With a stencil, yeah. there's an element of, it's a sticker that was, it was a flat sticker that was put on a round surface. Then there's no way around that. Yeah. 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 It's all about how you want it to fit on there. And there's certain things that are, you're going to just have to draw it on if you want it to fit a certain way. It's about mm-hmm. knowing, knowing when, when to use which I think both, both uh, techniques are super valuable. I think it's kind of silly if when when I hear like someone who freehands everything, it's like, no, man, use a stencil. Like that's uh, there's yeah. there's a really great it's reason we have those. Yeah, it's a great yep. tool. Like, don't throw away half your toolbox. There's a time when the stencil is going to be your your best friend. And there's going to be another time when the marker is your best friend. So it's so funny. I, I still the have the tattoo stencil app that you recommended way back in the day. I still have that same app on my iPad and like my clients will be sitting there watching me play with things. And once I drop it into that app and it like posterizes it and I can adjust it from there, it's crazy how it blows their mind. It's like, this is like the most simple thing. Like, I mean, I could mm-hmm. do this in another app, but it would take me a few steps, but this is like, it's not magic. It's okay. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was the other app that we developed was a part of our the printing system in, in Geometrica. It turned out to be so like useful to everyone who tattoos, not just geometric tattooers. We decided to release it as its own app as well. So it does that where it can convert an image into lines for into a line drawing for a stencil, or it can blow it up into as big as you want. I've made like I've printed out like a 60 page design, mm. like eight and a half by eleven sheets, so you can make it as big as you want just uh it's super handy it's now, now these are what we're looking at here is all different tattoos that different tattooers use the geometric app to create yep yeah cool yeah totally yeah it's been cool to meet all these people like online we've met a few of them in person now that conventions have opened back up and stuff at the toronto show this year there was a whole bunch of mm-hmm. uh, geometric users that i got to meet face to face finally it was super cool uh, that's gotta be yeah. really fun to see your uh like the tools making other things like absolutely you know. yeah like out of my hands like somebody else i've given someone else something to create with it's so rewarding like that way it's fun to fun to see it oh yeah and like the out you just have more of an up well i mean it's not your i mean it's kind of your up it's like you know your, your influence is helping the output a little bit yeah but yeah, the app, you know, I try to promote it and I use my, you know, my experience in the, in the industry and whatever to, to promote it however I can. But kind of my approach was not to make it about me, you know, mm-hmm. much. I want people to just take this tool and, you know, those who know that it came from me, that's cool if we meet in person or whatever. But, you know, for, for the geometric users, I want it, you know, to be about them, giving them the best tool. What was the other one? It was a stencil. Is there an IG for the other one? Yeah, tattoo print system. The IG on that one is not too active, I'll be honest, but it does show a few of the few of the techniques. I can only keep up with so much social media. Sure. The whole thing, like our whole software company, is just me and my friend who's the programmer. It's still just the two of us. So on top of everything else, we're, mm-hmm. we we both have two kids, and then Whew. yeah. Do so, they have any interest in tattooing, or how old are they? Um, his, I don't think do my, my daughter's four. She does say that sometimes she wants to tattoo. So I think we're going to definitely let her do a little like tattoo on mom and dad for sure. You know, I missed my my opportunity to do that with my daughter. She, uh, she she tattooed, uh, my wife. 
Yeah. But uh, yeah, nope. Then she grew up, and I'm like, oh mother fuck, how did I miss that? That's, that was dumb. <laughs> of all the fucking you know tattoos uh, to not get. Maybe you can convince her one day. Maybe the right moment will pop up. But uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I have two two kids. I'm assuming one of them will go go into it and be the third generation tattooer. I think that'd be pretty powerful. Absolutely. Now, is your uh, father still tattooing? Is his shop still uh, he's not, there? He's, uh, he passed away eight ah, years ago. But he, okay. was, he was tattooing right up until he passed. Some of the last okay. time I spent with him outside of the hospital was tattooing with him in his shop. So, oh, awesome. Yeah. Amazing. The, uh, fun. So let's, uh, but before we uh, wrap this up, let's chat a little bit about uh, Paradise. So you've got yeah. uh, a couple things planned, and uh, the schedule is going up, everybody. Just hold your horses for a little bit longer. I'm getting yeah, all the sweet. final details in. Um, hopefully like after this, probably I'll, you know, be working on it. Everyone like when, um, sometimes with the other people, I'm like, let's pretend that like there's six people asking you like every three hours when the schedule is going to go up. <laughs> and, uh, but, um, now it's on me. So I just have to program, but anyways, so, so what yep. do you have planned for us? Oh, I'm stoked, man. I'm really stoked for paradise to be back. It's been what, seven years. It's been a while. Yeah. It's like five, five or six. Awesome. It's been like five years from the shit show. So yeah, like six or seven. I don't know. It's been a long time. Yeah, it has. So much has changed since then. But I love that show. I can't wait to be back. Remember at the last one, I had a meeting with Russ Abbott about me potentially doing brush sets for him. I don't think he had a lot of people doing them yet. It's like I brought it to him like, hey, do you think I can do a brush set for you guys? You know, awesome. And uh, look at how, how much we were still doing them this many years later. That was, that was a long time ago, but um, so yeah, I have a stenciling app. So kind of the stuff that we've been talking about already here. Um, I'm going to go over all my little trip tips and tricks and all these little things. Like some some of them are just so like little and basic, but like if you don't know them, it's like one of those things where like maybe a handful of people in the room will be like, what? Mm -hmm. You know, it would be like, I know that already. Of course, I paid for this, but it does get more advanced. It goes from those type of tricks all the way to like stuff that like, I can almost guarantee nobody in the room has done. So I just, everything I've collected over the years, like I've been kind of in the back of my head collecting stuff for this for like 10 years. For awesome. this, I've been collecting little, little pictures of what I'm working on at the time or different, different techniques and tricks and uh, all that stuff that I want to share as well as like the freehanding stuff. Stenciling and freehanding. So I'm going to go into like the grid thing and uh, you know, markering and stenciling and all that kind of stuff. And some technology. Uh, everyone who takes the seminar is going to get the app, the Tattoo Print System app as well. So we'll go a little bit over how to use that so they can take advantage of that. Awesome. It'd be awesome. And then, yeah, I guess also I'll do um, like a, a sort of a demo draw along with me kind of thing for Geometrica. At some point on the weekend, if we can. Awesome. So that's a separate, uh, separate event separate. where we yeah. be, yeah, drawing along. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, so like one, that's, uh... one paid for the stencils and one and the other one free. So people can bring their iPads. I think we might have like a longer, we might like have an extended free trial for them or something. You can, you can get it for free for two weeks anyways. So like mm -hmm. if you come and show up to that, you can just download the, the free trial and you're not, you know, you're not uh, committed to paying any money or anything. But we might awesome. even uh, extend it for the people at paradise and yeah they can come draw with me and see what uh geometrica can do and show them all the cool stuff we just added we're about to drop a, a huge update where we've just like expanded already on the tools that were already pretty dope awesome well, that's great so you're not, you're not, crazier you're not, you're not giving up and you're not uh, worried about the competition or anything you're 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 still working on it and upgrading stuff constantly we have not stopped ever yeah it's been yeah a lot of work it continues to be a lot of work but we're, we're still, like, expanding on it, yeah. We're not, like, resting on our laurels. We've always got new things. And, like, oh, what if we could do this? What if we could do this? And then we have a bunch of testers who are all a bunch of awesome tattooers. So, like, if I ever run out of things to, to think of that we could add, you know, they will they will keep it going, too. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's dope. It's like our baby. We just keep working on it. Mm -hmm. It keeps growing. And, yeah, yeah. the new, new update is super exciting. We've got a thing it's now where you can awesome. have it's pretty awesome and valuable to our community that you do take the time to make these tools available because this, this, this allows artists to just push things even further when the design process becomes easier and faster. And there are just 
infinite new ways to use different patterns and to create different patterns. Like, you know, it's, it's software like this that allows our community to just push further, you know, because, because of people like you putting time into software and then making it available, you know, every artist out there now has the opportunity to build upon what you've already taken the time to do. And that's, you know, I, I guess I'm just saying I'm on behalf of the tattoo community. Uh, thanks for taking yeah. the time to do that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I love it. I'm so it's such a huge, like it's been a passion project from the get go. It still is. Yeah. I just want to keep making it better. Keep growing. Like, it's kind of fun. Do you think your, your father, when he was like starting off tattooing way back in the day, had any idea I mean, you would know. He would. Have, he would have told you. But what, what were yeah. his thoughts on uh, on the tattoo world from and 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 the changes? Maybe we could wrap up on on, on something like that. Talk oh, about like sure. an old story. <sighs> yeah, I mean, nobody back then would have had any idea how it was going to get. I remember, like, when I started working at the shop, like, in almost thirty years ago, they were like, they used to talk about the bubble back then, and mm-hmm. like, it's got to pop. Yeah, they're like, this is as big as it's going to get. This is so popular because bands on TV were what you're doing it and, you know, showing off tattoos on MTV and all this stuff. So everyone was like, oh, yeah, this is it. This is as big as it's going to get. And it was like, my God, not even close, you know? So <laughs> to see yeah, where it would have gone, if it, yeah. No, I don't think my dad or anyone, anyone could really have had any idea. Well, the bubble's got to be close. It can't, there can't be that yeah. many more people that want to get tattooed. I mean, right. at some point, if it's like half of America that wants to get tattooed and is getting tattooed, like, like yeah. how much more than half can you get? Yeah, totally. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure you had no idea that any of this stuff would have happened. Oh. Um, it's fun to think that, like, you know, his influence on you and then your influence on the people and then their influence on other people. And then, you know, there's somebody, you know, there's other tattoo computer geeks that are like, wait a minute, I can make an app even though, like, I'm not yeah. Apple. <laughs> yeah. yeah totally absolutely yeah and in the end i, I sort of I, I got to like return the favor in a way because towards the end of my dad's career he was like doing a lot of geometric and dot work stuff he oh totally cool. got into that which was super awesome yeah ah, amazing, so, amazing. Well, very so cool. how, how could uh how could people get in touch with you what's the the best way for for people to reach out and uh get tattooed by you and to get tattooed by me the best best thing is to email my shop tattoos at live.ca and uh Pretty, pretty awesome email address we were able to yeah. score. I am, but, uh, 30 years ago. <laughs> all right. Um, and otherwise, just Instagram. Yeah, just my Instagram or the Geometrica awesome. Instagram. If you have any questions about that, I'm on there. Geometrica Instagram, much more than I'm on my own. Kind of like let mine die out a little bit, unfortunately. I'll get back on it, whatever. But with yeah. the kids and the Geometrica one, I've gone like full speed on the Geometrica one. I've got a, we're almost at 200K now, so... Awesome. Oh, man, that's a lot of people. Off. Yeah, it's been pretty good. The, uh, well, I mean, the, the work on it is looking stellar, too. So, I mean, it's, uh, you know, yeah, that's awesome. 200,000 people on, a, on an IG is a yeah. good chunk of people. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, yeah, I do tech support on there pretty much almost every day. And I'm, I'm on there quite a bit. So, if anything geometric related, that's the best place to ask a question. If you want to get a tattoo by me, email the shop, tattoosalive.ca. And otherwise, you can check out my personal Instagram. It's, uh, awesome. Sweet. Well, thanks again for, for joining. We're, uh, uh, Fawn's going to, I teased it a little bit. We've got a, a, a great piece of, of news for people that have been uh, following the reinvented network, at least. Uh, uh, Fawn, you want to let us, well, so Corey, you're more than welcome to stay. Yeah. We got like an interesting, like five minutes, 10 minute segment. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. I love to. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, um, if you want to screen share, Gabe, uh, at, uh, let's see, I believe it is. An hour and three minutes on our most recent stream. Um, oh, 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 Kyle oh. kind of gives us a little bit of an announcement. I would screen uh, share it, but I didn't do a test on the sound before we were live. On the YouTube, on the YouTube's, on the YouTube's. Okay, let me. Uh, let me we put them on the second. spot, so you know. Ha <laughs> ha. Would this this be under a video clip? Is that a? Uh, I don't know if it's under a video clip, but if you go to like the stream of our entire episode at a minute and three. That's what you were saying. I see what's going on. Okay, so I'm here on the Reinventing YouTube channel. And the previous, uh, these are the past live streams. My, this is, uh, let's see here. So we've got to touch. Okay, so. Yeah, I'm actually. Oh, yep. Cheers, man. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see uh, I believe it's the one with the Slimer there. 
Got it. Commercials, game. Oh, boy. I know. I, it's the re I'm on the reinventing uh, channel here. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, yeah, if you go to an hour and three minutes, he's got a, an announcement for us. This is Maddie, uh, one of our coworkers here at Red Tree. She does a lot of awesome new school stuff. Um, her tattoos are like as bright and colorful as her hair is. So it's kind of a sign for what's to come. Do you got any sound on this? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's going out. I believe the sound is going out. I hope the sound's going out. I don't care. Huh. Well, either we're talking over him or, uh, I mean, it is pretty nuts that he's got a apprenticeship with Derb, huh? Awesome. Well, uh, after really a minute, exciting. we get into some, some pretty technical stuff, and Kyle shows us some of the drawing exercises and stuff that he and Derb have been doing together. Um, yeah. So, so the cool thing about Kyle's situation is he's been working like back end with reinventing, and he's literally read through like multiple iterations of some of all of Guy's lessons. Um, and he, you know, he takes the painting exercises very seriously. He takes the iPad exercises very seriously, or I should say the digital exercises very seriously. So now that he's been doing all of the like art work and learning how to play with color, learning composition, you know, now he has the opportunity to start learning the actual technical side of tattooing. The cool thing about the situation is, you know, Kyle's put in a lot of work here at uh, Red Tree as one of Derb's managers, as well as like all the stuff he does in the warehouse. Um, so it's really cool that now he gets the opportunity to actually learn the inside of tattooing. Um, Derb's breaking him down. They're going to tattoo pig's feet soon. Mm -hmm. um, he's tattooed some fruit, I believe. He's doing a lot of drawing exercises and like, you know how. You know, you build up muscle memory in your hand to make graceful, clean, beautiful lines, things like that. Um, but Derb's breaking him down. Like, he's teaching him about uh, coil machines. He's teaching him about needle making. Um, obviously, there's a huge dose of tattoo history that's happening. Like, he's pulling Stony St. Clair's books awesome. off the shelf and learning from those original drawings. And um, he's got, like, this massive tattoo and history library to work with that Derb has, you know, collected over the years. Um, uh -huh. So it's really, it's really a pretty special thing. Um, Derb's so busy. It's not often anymore that he takes on an apprentice, but if you know any of the people that Derb has apprenticed, they have become incredibly successful artists in their own lane. Mm -hmm. um, recently on, there was Rusty Dornheckler, <laughs> and that's been years ago since Rusty apprenticed with Derb. Um, before that, I know Hoffa did his apprenticeship mm -hmm. with Derb and he's a wonderful tattooer. Um, any, anybody I can think of that Derb has taught along the way, just they, you know, anybody that works with Derb grows as an artist, anybody that has the opportunity to learn from Derb, the standards are so high and, you know, you can look over Derb's shoulder and see the same things that he's telling you to do. He's actually applying them and it makes mm -hmm. beautiful tattoos that stand the test of time that are technical that are clean like you know derb's definitely got his own style but that style definitely sticks to a lot of the classic 
technical tattoo rules. So sure. it's a, it's a pretty awesome opportunity. I mean, you could see, or everyone that's watching can see, like the amount of uh, work that Kyle's put into it too. Like, so we, I've just yeah, been scrolling, way and back, scrolling, and scrolling, and scrolling. I'm going all the way back, right? So, like, this is what I think when he started uh, around reinventing, doing some of the reinventing exercises. Yeah. Um, and I remember to go from this to what he's doing now is uh, um, so wonderful. I think this might have been the homework exercise that, uh, one, you know, this was one of the first exercises that guys sent over to him. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but yeah, to, to, but like, this is just such a, I mean, he's drawing and, and painting and, and doing the exercises, I mean, every day. And, uh, you know, he picked and up and is, moved across country. This is just a fraction of the and... work that he's actually doing right now. Like this, this doesn't, uh, this doesn't actually display how many little studies he does and what he's, he's actually, um, just working and grinding all the time, you know? He's, awesome. he's definitely well, hungry to learn and putting the work in. So um, I guess that's like a, it's a huge congratulations to Kyle. Cause absolutely. how long have you been calling him the apprentice hopeful? He's not like the it apprentice, just turned yeah. into a joke. Uh -huh. it's, it's turned into a joke over the last couple of years. Like, uh -huh. Oh, Kyle, uh -huh. the apprentice hopeful, the intern, uh -huh. the, you no. know, we've got all the different names for him. You know, um, it's better, better than the apprentice wannabe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The apprentice hopeful mm -hmm. has graduated to the apprentice Oh. So, well, and to, to your point, now it's all on him. Like if he, uh, mm -hmm. it's up to him to screw up, but uh, he won't. Like I said, he, he worked hard. And again, traveling across the country to, to the land without, you know, with uncertainty. Mm -hmm. It's that's uh, great. So uh, there's the hope out there, time, everybody. <laughs> but it takes a lot of work. Time, remember the first time Kyle came out to Jiminy Peak and he was all like quiet and barely spoke. He's still mm -hmm. quiet and barely speaks, but he speaks more now. It's, yeah. it's just wonderful. Like he's as well as growing as an artist, he's like kind of coming out of his shell as a person. And it's been wonderful well, to kind of watch that unfold. But, man, when I, when I, uh, when he said that he was landing there, you know, in Columbus and going to hang at Red Tree, I was like, awesome. You know, couldn't, you know, yep. could, could practically not find a better, couldn't find a better crew. You could find other crews that are as good, but like a couple other, but not very many. And uh, yeah, to, to, to land an apprenticeship there with, with Derb, it's uh, well, go Kyle. Woo. <laughs> yep. And uh, again, I think we might, you know, he'll have to tell me when he's getting too busy for uh, the apprentice hopeful work, but we might be looking for another uh, reinventing intern at some point. But nice. Only when he when he's yep. ready to pass it on, you'll have to get through him first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the apprentice, the apprentice hopeful. Now the then the intern. Now the apprentice. Oh, but awesome. It'll work out. Sweet. Well, how do uh, how do people get a hold of uh, you, Fawn? And uh, oh, and we, oh, wait. Actually, before that, we do have uh, next week. Do you remember who our guest was for next week? Uh, you shot me the list over, but I've been incredibly busy, and my mind is stacked. Yeah, with things. I don't. Uh, let's see if it comes up quick. It's either going to come up quick. Oh, it will. Um, but we do have guests lined up for the next four weeks. Mickey and... Schlick, Gunner, um... and Carolyn Evans. I knew Gunner was coming up. Awesome. Yeah. Gunner so, also used to be a, a resident artist of Red Tree too. So. Oh, and he was in Connecticut. I remember like, so I've known him from both the Hill City neck of the woods and from, uh, from mm -hmm. the Connecticut neck of the woods here. Yep. And uh, so, yep, there we go. We've got uh, upcoming guests and uh, hopefully we'll uh, catch up with Lauren and uh, get some, uh, some convention coverage from the San Diego show last weekend. Yep. I know she said All she right. had some uh, conversations with good time Charlie. So. Um, I yeah, don't know if she got them on video excited. or not, but yeah. Uh, she, well, I'm sure she'll be excited to share some of the, the conversations she had, whether they were on video or not. She's pretty excited about, about some Absolutely. of the stuff going on. So Awesome. Cool. Well, uh, thanks again, everybody. Click the, the buttons, do the things, leave the comments, share it around, whatever you want.